My oh my, what a game that was. And we are here to break it down, get your reaction, and talk about just how much of a blank show that turned out to be. This is Sports Talk Chicago. Thank you for joining us. I'm John Zaglou, your host for today's program. Usually not live tonight, but we're live here to recap the game and get your reaction from opening day for the Bears. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago on social media. You can hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. Link is in the description. Thank you all for watching. Subscribe to the channel. We've gained a lot of subscribers here in the past couple of weeks. We really appreciate it. Subscribe for more Chicago Bears and Chicago football content. And a big thank you here to John Meadows directing and producing. We're here live from our beautiful studios in Chicagoland. Don't even know where to start last night's game. Don't even know how to begin this sort of brand. I watched the game. I rewatched the game. And there was very little, if anything, that gave me hope or gave me positivity. Or as Ryan Poles put it, right, he said that he wants to make sure that when guys walk in, they're confident in, in their opportunities to win. There's no hope, right? We're, we're past hope for the Bears. We're, we're, we're on to confidence. We're on to coming in, being ready to go, being excited to play. Yeah, I'm going to sit with hope right now. Here's what Paul said specifically, quote, I want our team to walk into the stadium every week believing they can win football games and not hoping. Well, at this point, I'm just going to freaking hope. There's nothing more that anybody else could do but hope. Because from the top down yesterday, in every aspect of their game, the Bears completely crapped the bat. There are very few things, like I said, that we could say are positive, which we'll get into, because there were some good things, very little. I don't even know where to start. I guess we should start near the beginning of the game when Cole Komet was used on a third down and one for a tight end sneak up the middle, which, of course, he did not gain. This is Matt Nagy offensive football. And if you look at the passing chart that they put out about Justin Fields, there were only four throws he had 10-plus yards downfield. Everybody correctly, including myself, said this is a Mitch Trubisky passing chart, and certainly it was. And by the way, that's partially Justin Fields' fault. He missed a lot of wide receivers open. There's one clip that went viral. DJ Moore way downfield, didn't even throw to him, didn't even look in his direction. Didn't even look in his direction. So clearly, there's a big problem for the Bears right here. This goes for everybody. Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, Luke Getze, Justin Fields. Everybody top down Failed completely yesterday. Offensive line failed. Fields was getting killed with pressure. Overcome with pressure. Even Dan Wiederer said, good friend of this program, that Fields is in tuck and run mode. Certainly he is. Why not? Gets a second, if at all, to throw the football. Then when he gets time, he still runs because he, there's no confidence. There's nobody open. There are issues downfield. It was just horrible. Embarrassing. Beyond embarrassing of a performance for the Bears. I mean, my goodness. The Packers were 9 of 16 on third down conversions. 9 of 16. 
And it seemed as if, as if every time the Bears, when they had the Packers kind of backed up into a corner and there could have been an opportunity for things to change, they somehow, someway converted. Aaron Jones ran crazy. Jordan Love, whom everybody, including myself, I will admit it, I did not believe in Jordan Love. Give him all the credit in the world. He had a great game yesterday. The Bears will make any quarterback in the NFL the worst of the worst, the best of the best, look like superstars. And this is an organization that supposedly prides itself on defense. But Jordan Love had no picks, no trouble, no fumbles, no turnovers, nothing. Three touchdowns, no picks, big game. And now all of a sudden, Jordan Love is the next big thing in Green Bay after one game against the Bears. Because that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Just one game, one good performance, you're fine. Because that's what this Bears team does. They are enablers of superstar performances from opposing quarterbacks. <laughs> That's what they specialize in. Superstar performances from opposing quarterbacks. Superstar performances from other teams that really aren't that good. And I, this is not a Bears bias or a Chicago bias. The Packers entering this season were not expected to be the division winners. There are still questions for this team. I mean, they faced a weak-ass Bears team. Doesn't mean that they're all of a sudden going to go 10-7 and 7 or 12-5 and 5 and win the division. They still have their own questions, which they're going to sort out as the weeks and the months go by. They're by no means ready to go for the season, saved and excited, and, and they're going to do great things. We don't know that yet, but I will say this. They looked freaking amazing yesterday because they faced the freaking Bears. They faced the Chicago Bears, and that's why they looked amazing. That's despite not even having Christian Watson. Top wide receiver out. One of their big pass rushers on defense out, or limited, I should say. Dobbs was limited. Jones got hurt mid-game, and the Bears still lost. Still. (laughs) Key players out, key guys hurt, and the Bears still found a way to lose. You know, Justin Fields another pick six yesterday in the fourth quarter. You know, he said last year after one of those games when he did do that, that it would never happen again. Well, too bad there. By the way, Justin Fields last year, and this is a real number, so you can't hate on me for this. Six times last year, he threw interceptions in the fourth quarter. Now you could say, well, John, what are you talking about? Maybe they were late in games, garbage time, Bears weren't in games too much. Well, yesterday, Despite what the score said, the Bears needed points in the fourth quarter, and Justin came through throwing a pick six. And Justin also fumbled the football in a pretty critical time. Allowed the Packers to cover the fumble inside Bear territory, and they later scored. So that's why Justin Fields is not exonerated from what happened. Justin Fields is just as much to blame as Luke Getze and his horrendous play calling and Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles for their fake positivity. That means absolutely nothing. And I bought into it, and I'm 100% to blame because you know what? I pushed the narrative, I did, that this team was going to be better. I really thought they were. All this money spent, all this positivity, all the big things that the Bears did this offseason, big payroll, they spend money, salary cap, biggest salary cap in the world. They traded the number one overall pick for apparently a wide receiver is only going to get two targets per game. And all of that led to absolutely nothing yesterday. Nothing. Can you believe that? The Bears traded the number one overall pick, not just a first-rounder, 32nd overall, the number one overall pick for a wide receiver who's going to end up getting two targets a game, apparently. And I don't blame D.J. Moore. D.J. Moore had 
wide open routes. It's been seen on tape. And you could say, well, no, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback. The point is, Justin Fields, okay, he's supposed to be developing this year. And not developing in the sense of being a competent QB. We already saw and we know that he's competent. But the question is, is he going to take that next step? And what's that next step mean? It's a pretty broad term. Well, you know what? It can't be what he did last year. Because last year was nice for the situation. This year, got to be better. Can't be seeing the Bears being the worst team in the football again because at that point, people are going to get fired and Justin's not going to be the quarterback next year. We're going to talk about that later in this program. If nothing changes, they're in big trouble. Everybody, everybody. And that's not being overreactive. Everybody's in trouble. If this team plays like they did all year yesterday. Everybody's in trouble. Nobody's safe. Nobody is willing to be staying on this team past this season. It's just not going to happen. Justin Fields put up 216 yards yesterday, 65% completion percentage, but had the two turnovers. His passer rating was a 78.2, and a lot of those yards were accruing garbage time. Now, I do want to say this. Justin looked great in the first couple of drives. He was at 1.9 of 10. I don't know what happened after. Now, that's a combination of game plan and a combination of ineffectiveness and turnovers on his part. And I want to say this. Jordan Love did not necessarily play amazing. He wasn't lights out, perfect. There were still things that he's going to need to work out over time. He's still an unpolished young QB in his first year fully starting in the league. He's not going to be perfect. What was the difference, though, between Justin Fields and Jordan Love? There's one main difference. This showed who won the game and who was going to lose. You knew it when you you look at this stat, turnovers. Jordan Love is younger in terms of experience. And Justin Fields, and yet somehow, some way, he held on to the football the whole time and they won the game. It's pretty simple stuff. I mean, Jordan Love was fine. He wasn't amazing. He played well, certainly exceeded expectations, but he wasn't amazing. He wasn't, wow, this guy's going to be amazing. No, it's pretty simple stuff. All he had to do was hold on to the football. He did, and, and they won. They won because he held on to the football. And this Bears team all year talked about defense, and their M.O. was always defense. The Bears couldn't force anything to happen. The Bears' defense couldn't force anything. The only defensive player who played well was Yannick Ngakwe. Of course, one-year deal, late, late addition to the team. He had one tackle per loss and one sack. Yannick Ngakwe played great. Everybody else, unfortunate, difficult, tough. Tough to watch. I mean, my goodness. When I rewatched this game, I was so angry. Not because I'm looking for something to complain about, but because all around it was just such a frustrating and boring and slow-moving game. The Bears at one point at the first and goal opportunity kicked a field goal because of penalties and ineffectiveness. Cairo Santos was two of two, surprisingly. Roshan Johnson had a good game himself. And as we've talked about on this program many a time, he will be the starter if he plays like that come week eight. Darnell Mooney was the leading wide receiver, which we thought was probably going to happen. But all those positives, although small, although we're kind of trying to fish for them, it does not outweigh the end result and the way the Bears played. It doesn't outweigh the fact that we have a significant problem on our hands after one week. Yes, it's one week. Yes, there are 16 more games to go, and things could change. But right now, if this is how it continues, we're in big trouble. 
I expected more out of Justin Fields. I expected more out of his overall performance, out of his ability to grow and mature as a quarterback. I expected more. I expected more, and we should all expect more than 24-37, one touchdown, one pick. We're past the, hey, this is fun. He's going to run a little bit and going to throw for one touchdown, one pick. Numbers don't matter. Who cares? He's he's exciting. He's highlight reel-esque. We're past that. I'm sorry. We're done. I'm sick of the highlight reel stuff. I'm sick of the, hey, this is kind of cool. No. Win freaking football games. Not just Justin. Everybody, win the game. Entering this season, entering this game, it shouldn't have been, oh, yeah, the Bears were going to lose. They should have won this game. And I'm going to say that about Tampa Bay here week two. The Bears should win that game. There's no reason why not. They are underperforming right now. And another of many analysts out there who said, oh, six, five, six wins. That's a failure. That's a big failure for this team. You and I both know. We, we followed this team and covered them all offseason. You and I both know how much money they've spent how much resources they put into this team. It can't just be five or six wins. Yes, we're doing good. We're moving on up. No, got to be better than that. That was pathetic. That was pathetic. A pathetic loss, a tough loss, and one that was tough to watch. And, of course, it happened against Green Bay, who, entering the season, really had more questions than the Bears. And there are still more questions around Green Bay compared to Chicago, but I'll tell you what, they won fair and square. I I can't say anything bad about Green Bay. They ran the hell out of the football like they always do with Aaron Jones. Jordan Love looked great, didn't turn the ball over, threw three touchdowns and relied on his weapons to help carry him. And the Bears played like crap all game long, both sides of the football. The Bears offensive line, according to PFF, was ranked the worst amongst all 32 teams in football. Worst offensive line graded by PFF. Ouch. Justin Fields missed open receivers downfield through a pick six in the fourth quarter when the Bears really needed him to step up and fumbled the ball inside Bears territory. Double ouch. And the Bears game plan, all game, allowed for Justin Fields to throw the ball only four times over 10 yards. Those were attempts, not completions. And had D.J. Moore only get two targets in total. D.J. Moore was traded for the number one overall pick. Triple ouch. All those three things made a big difference in the Bears' end result. Again, what about James Claypool? Kyle Brandt from the NFL Network came out and said that he looks sleepy out there. Hell yeah, he does. Talk about a crap effort. And maybe I expected too much. Maybe I was sipping the Kool-Aid a bit because I really know that Chase Claypool in his prime at his peak, is a very decent two- to three-wide receiver. But clearly, he doesn't want to be here. I said this last year. I was hoping for a different result this year. It is apparent at this point. He just doesn't want to be here. James Claypool does not want to be playing football anymore. It's obvious. Based on his performance and on his effort level, I don't care if he's really hustling, really trying his best in one catch for 20 yards or one catch for 12 yards. Fine. He does not give a blank. He just doesn't care. What a tough open to this season. I didn't expect this. I really didn't. I really thought it was going to be better than this, but maybe I'm too young. Maybe the Bears are going to continually just crush me and crush me and crush me, but I'll tell you what. They spent too much money to suck this much. And you all have to remember that. 
Keep this close to your hearts as this season moves forward. Don't let media critics tell you, hey, six wins is fine. The Bears spent too much money and generated too much hype to suck this much. That's a fact. They spent too much money. They invested too many resources. They sold everybody, including myself. I'm one of the idiots, too, who really thought that Justin Fields is going to be it. Matt Eberflus is going to be it. They brought in all these weapons. They sold everybody on it. Don't tell me this is the second year of a rebuild. If at the end of the year the Bears win five or six games, everybody should be fired and Justin Fields should not be the quarterback anymore. Plain and simple. And that's a fact. They have a lot of work to do. This was a sad, pathetic performance. This is week one against the Packers. Things could get better. I hope they do. But I'm not overreacting here. This is week one. Packers. With no quarterback, essentially. Entering week one, nobody had any clue what Jordan Love would do. And Jordan Love didn't even play great. He played fine and made no mistakes. And that's why he won. Good for him. Congratulations. He did what every quarterback should be doing. My goodness, what a tough way to begin this season for the Bears.